Hey guys, it's Taylor Marie Wagner, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Get ready for a good time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to uh, playoff weekend, uh, another playoff weekend. In fact, it's the uh, AFC and NFC conference, yeah. conference championship uh, coming up this Sunday, and uh, wow, this is going to be this is going to be a fun weekend. I think it really is. Um, you got the young guns on one side and the old guns on the other side. <laughs> yep. Oh, and by the way, what do you think of Haskins signing with Pittsburgh? Um, I think it was a good move, and I'm not surprised to see a franchise that has stability uh-huh. make a, make a move like this and take a chance on a first round talent. Yeah, yeah, and and really, even I was reading something, and uh, I think it was on Steelers.com or whatever it was. Uh, they didn't see it as even if it doesn't work out, they're not really losing anything. No, I don't. I don't think it was a very expensive deal. No, um, it, it's a one-year deal. Uh, it's basically what James Winston went through. Honestly, yeah. it's um, hey, you're going to come in here. You're probably going to be a backup. We're going to see what you got. We're going to try to mold you. We're going to make sure you stay out of trouble. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And if things work out and you do well, hey, you got an extension that, that could possibly happen here, and you could be our quarterback of the future. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it gives him some. So, let's let's put it this way: if he doesn't put effort in, then. I don't see him really putting effort in for the rest of his career, and because this Agreed. is a, this Agreed. is an opportunity that is really being spoon fed to him if he wants it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a good call, um, and and like I said, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm almost surprised that it wasn't the, pa- the Patriots that took this route. Honestly, oh yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. just somebody that they have a, st- a stability in their franchise that's not afraid to try to to take a guy that might have had some problems and. Keep him confined and structured and have a nice, you know, a group of guys around him to keep him on task. Yeah. And uh, and, and let him mature and grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they were saying that this uh, setting could be perfect for him because 
On the other side of the uh, line, you got Cam Hayward, who is an Ohio State grad himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they feel like with his leadership and his stability, um, they feel like uh, he's the type of guy that could probably get whip him into shape. So now, do you think this, uh, we, you know, we had this discussion last week about Ben. Do you think this maybe keeps Ben around one year to see if he can hand it off over to, to Dwayne? Uh, I don't know because, uh, Ben hasn't announced anything. He hasn't, um, Mm -hmm. he hasn't really come forward with what his intentions are. And, uh, I mean, it would be nice to see Ben, Mm -hmm. you know, hang around another year and, and whatnot. But uh, I don't know if if the writing isn't on the wall for Mason, Mason Rudolph. I don't know what is, but yeah, yeah. This, this pretty much tells him they don't believe in him. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I don't know. We will see. We will see what happens, and uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, another thing too. Somebody speculated was that um, Haskins and Deshaun uh, Watson are really good friends, and they said, wouldn't it be something to see those two team up in Pittsburgh and then <laughs> Watson take over as the starting quarterback? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there with Watson. I think. First of all, I think Houston would be absolutely dumb to get rid of him. I agree. Um, second of all, I I don't know how happy Haskins would be about that. Sure, he'd like to be with his friend, mm-hmm. but he also knows he's not going to start over him. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. So Right. And does Haskins look at himself as a second stringer, or does he look at himself as a I, starter? I wouldn't think so yet. Yeah. I think he I think he probably came to the realization after everything he went through this year, or at least I hope he has, right. that hey, I might need to sit behind somebody for at least a little while. Yeah. Um but next time I get my opportunity, I'm gonna tear it up. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't know that he, if let's just say hypothetically Watson ended up in, in Pittsburgh somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't think Haskins a barring injury would ever get that chance to play over Watson. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't see that either. So um, so as much as he'd like to probably be with him, mm-hmm. I don't think he'd want to necessarily be his backup. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, I, I mean, this is – I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of – I think I mentioned this to you a while ago. I said I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. seeing Haskins going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I believe – because I think that – I mean, that kid has a cannon for an arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. and if we can just kind of get his attitude and mentality on the straight and narrow, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, he's a number one draft pick for a reason, you know. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's hope, let's hope that uh, that whatever happens comes to fruition, and and we might have our future quarterback here. So. And how about uh, on the other side of the state? The Eagles hire Nick Sirianni as their head coach. How about I, that? I know. I know. I that, guess. I guess they figured if they if they uh, messed up letting Frank go the first time, maybe they'll just get the little the uh, the Frank uh, lookalike or whatever. <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? You know, we'll just throw him in the uh, we'll throw him in the mix, and we won't put his name next to anything. We'll just say, yeah. <laughs> everybody think this is Frank. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a disciple of Frank Reich. He's been around him for a long time. And yeah. I, I honestly think, and I, and I said this to you before also, mm-hmm. I honestly think Frank Reich meant so much more to that Eagles team than they realized. Oh, yeah. Yep, I agree. Uh, he he basically developed um, that. He developed 
Wentz. He really did mm-hmm. and got him to where he was. And, I mean, look, ever since he left, Wentz really hasn't amounted to anything. In fact, he's declined majorly. Yeah, and, and another thing, too, is I think Wentz and Reich really hit together so well because they're both really big men of faith. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that characteristic that they had in common was probably a lot to to keep things kind of personal between them and, yeah. and really build a friendship, not yeah. just a coaching, you know, uh, coaching player relationship, you know? Yeah. And, and that, and that unity bled through that locker room. Absolutely. Too. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it, it's a whole different Eagles team after he left. It really is. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's getting uh pretty exciting in the NFL. It really is mm-hmm. with, uh, some of the moves and, and I'm not going to, I mean, I, I know the Steelers hired an offensive coordinator. They basically um, promoted their quarterbacks did, coach. Is that what they did then? Because I didn't see anything on it yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they got that, um, or I think that was the case. I I might be wrong. I know that. there was a couple of rumors. They had looked at possibly bringing Hugh Jackson in as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, there was a rumor about bringing Matt Canada in or whatever as an that, offensive you know coordinator. What? That's who it is. I'm sorry, Canada. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. that official yet, though, or no? Uh, to my knowledge, it's official. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was just speculation at this point yet. Okay. Yeah, I could be wrong, but um, yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I'm okay. almost positive that's the case. Okay. Uh, because they now, I think that this, I think they just, and I don't know, I think they're looking at uh, hiring an offensive line coach at this point. So, mm-hmm. but uh, well, I know. That, I think their tight end coach retired too, right? Uh huh. And <laughs> and yeah. their tight end Vance McDonald just retired today. Oh, did he? Uh huh. I didn't think he was that old. Actually. I didn't either, but apparently, well, I think he's been suffering through a lot of injuries and okay and such, and I think it's just time he's like, I'm done, got to hang it up. And I also heard a report that Connor said that there's a report that maybe that he thinks that it might be beneficial for him to part ways, possibly. Uh, you know what? I might agree with that. To be honest with you. <laughs> I, I really would. Uh, I mean, which is I, really odd, though. I mean, the kid was from Pitt. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, that that shocks me, and that, that makes me wonder what his relationship with uh, Tomlin is. Right, you know? right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Connor's one of those guys where I just don't see him as an elite running back uh, in the league. I think I think he did well as a backup to Bell, but yeah. I, when he. That first year, don't get me wrong, he had a nice year when, when mm-hmm. Bell was hurt but still on the team, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or no, that was his holdout. That was his holdout. That was the holdout season, yeah, where yeah. and he ended up with over a thousand yards. Yeah, he had a good year, mm-hmm. but then but then ever since that it just nothing really, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So and I think that's why they're gonna end up parting ways with Juju. You know, Juju yeah. is just one of those players like, you know what, we got a couple players on our team that are potential number one receivers. I don't think we need to continue paying Juju the salary that we're going to be owing him if he stays. And yeah, so um, yeah, I just I just see that as um, their parting ways, and and I think Juju will fit in wherever he goes. Uh, yeah, just because he's got that mentality. Maybe not Cleveland, but I think he'll, <laughs> I think he'll fit in wherever else he goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. he'll be a solid pickup for somebody. Yeah, honestly, yeah, um, and I always will respect him. I I will never never say that he see, I, he has a good work ethic. Like I said, he mm-hmm. needs to mature a little bit, but yep. he has a good work ethic. Yep, I agree. I agree. So, with and, that being and said, hey, before we before yeah, we go uh, ahead. get into the picks and the fun stuff here, um, we lost a legend today, man. Yeah, we sure did, Mister Home Run world. King, Hank yeah. Aaron. Do you remember yeah. what year he broke that record? By the way, um, 
for some reason, 74 is sticking in my head. You would be exactly correct. Yeah, yep. that's... The year I was Yeah, born. I'm a Braves fan, so, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, being a Braves fan, you know, I, I know a little bit about him, but he obviously played before before I really got mm-hmm. into baseball. Yeah. Um, and he started out I, as I, a Milwaukee Brave, by the way. Milwaukee Braves, yeah. yep. And uh, he was actually in the Negro Leagues for a year before uh, mm-hmm. he joined the Milwaukee Braves. And I guess uh, he tore that league up, and they said, ah, you know what, maybe we need to give this kid a shot. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but did I not hear somewhere that they are going to include the Negro League stats? In... Um, I heard that talked about, but I never heard anything official on so that. So where does that sure. put Hank Aaron in regards to numbers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was only one year, so I don't know what, how many he had that year. Yeah, but, um... yeah. So, but... but yeah, I mean, man, what a legend, though. What oh, a legend. I, I mean, and not only a legend, but what an awesome spokesperson for the uh, absolutely for the league. Absolutely. One of how the... humble was that guy? Yeah. I mean, Humble, and, and, as, and he honestly enjoyed the sport. You can just tell, like, he was a true fan of baseball. Uh, he was a true fan of, of the game itself, of the league, of, of the and, and let's, organization. And let's think about all the social justice that's going on right now. Yeah. And let's think about everything that man went through. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I know. You know. I was thinking of that, too. Like him and Jackie Robinson. Yeah, those are the guys that literally went through the struggles that you are hearing people say they went through today. Right. You know, and, 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 and imagine, you know, the video is very famous at this point, but imagine breaking that record. Some of the death threats he was getting before that. Yes, he was. And then all of a sudden seeing these guys run out the field after him, mm-hmm. like he had to be scared out of his mind, you know, <laughs> I know, I know. And you know what? He did not. I never heard a negative word come out of his mouth. Uh, during, you know, even like afterwards talking about like how he was threatened. I mean, he's mentioned it, but he never mm-hmm. said that, you know what? I, I, I hate this race and I don't think I was treated fairly, blah, blah, blah. He never complained about it. He just continued no. to play the game and, and, mm-hmm. and just continued to be consistent in his work ethic and, and what he did. I mean, take away that stress that he dealt with while playing yeah. the game. How many more home runs do you think that guy would have had? Yeah, you got to wonder, right? Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, he just had such quick wrists. Man. Oh, my His gosh, wrists yeah. were so fast. He had a real, truly sweet swing. Because if you look at him, he wasn't a huge guy. Like You, you wouldn't have thought he was a power yeah. hitter. And to be fair, I don't think he ever led the league in home runs. No. He was just so consistent. He'd hit like 30 or 40 <laughs> every year. Like, Yeah. I had, um, you know? uh, what was it? Um, shoot, I, I haven't, I had an old baseball card of the, um, all-star outfielders the one year and mm-hmm. it was Hank Aaron, Roberto Clemente and, um, oh shoot. Um, uh, and Willie Mays. Oh, wow. <laughs> Could you imagine that outfield wow. in an all-star game? I mean, that's, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, those are three. I don't know, maybe the top 10 all-time players. Oh, I mean, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hank Aaron probably gave away a little bit in defense. But, yeah. but oh, my gosh, did he make up for it with his bat. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, because not only was he a power hitter, he was a good average hitter, too. Yeah. Yep. And then that same year, the fourth outfielder, I believe, was Willie McCovey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. What do you mean I have to sit the bench? Oh. 
So, oh my yeah. gosh. So, yeah, rest in peace to an yeah. absolute legend. A legend of a player, a legend of a man. Died and, at the uh, age of 86 I, years old. 86, and, and I'm sure... Not only will the Braves have some something oh, to commemorate him this year, I'm sure all of baseball will. They better. They better. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? If I had a number 44 jersey, I'd be putting it on right now. Yeah. You yeah, know. I don't have one. Um, I. You know what? That's, a, that's an interesting fact there. I wonder if they wouldn't do something similar to they do with Jackie Robinson when they wear that 42 jersey. I wouldn't be surprised if there would be a Hank Aaron day the day he broke the record, 44 jersey. Yeah, yeah, good point. I know they just did it this year with uh, Roberto Clemente. All the pirate players wore twenty one. Did they really? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see what they do over them because I know they'll do something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I would be disappointed in the Braves organization if they didn't. Well, I know the Braves will for sure. Yeah. I'm not even worried about. And I want you know what the Brewers probably will too. Honestly. Oh yeah. Because I mean, he played yeah. not Good only point. not only did he play he played Milwaukee Braves, but he also finished his career with the Brewers. He went back to Milwaukee and played oh, with the Brewers. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, good for yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, like you said, what a legend, man! What a legend. Yep, yep, so. absolutely. I wish I could have seen him actually play instead of just the highlights. I see. I know, you know, I know. What year did he retire? Do you know? Uh, I gotta say, it was probably late seventies, right? I, I mean, would maybe 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 right around eighty. But yeah, so I mean, I guess maybe I got to see him play as a kid, but I would, I just didn't remember. Yeah, I know. Um, I know, you know my I'll, earliest I'll recollection of a player. Uh, Seventy six. Seventy six. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I was only yep. two, so I definitely didn't really get to see him. Yep. Um, last yeah. two years. Last two years of the Brewers. Seventy five. Okay. Seventy six. Yep. Yeah, my latest recollection. Oh, isn't that kind of selfish? The Braves got rid of him basically after after he broke the record. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I don't but, know how things worked back then. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if they traded him or uh, if it was just free agent type of thing. His contract was up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was probably um, his contract, I would imagine. I can't see him being traded, and I feel bad for anybody who he was traded for. Yeah. So. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. What, what's your earliest so. recollection of a ball player that is a Hall of Famer now that that you remember watching as a kid? And we'll go, you know what? We'll ask this question both with football and baseball. So let's start with baseball. Okay. Um, oh, boy. That's tough. I think with me, my earliest recollection is watching Willie Stargell play. Um, yeah. Now, I'm not a Phillies fan, but the guy that came to my head probably almost immediately was probably Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I remember when I was in Little League Baseball, everybody except me wanted to wear number mm-hmm. 20 and yeah. I'm like, Hey, I'll take 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. Like, um, I, I think as a, as a Braves fan, the first player that's coming to my mind. Oh, I know who, uh, is probably either Maddox or Glavin. Oh, um, how about yeah. Dale Murphy? See, he was a tad bit before I started getting into the Braves. Okay. That's who I remember. Yeah. Well, um, yep. In fact, I got to um, watch Dale Murphy play at the vet. Um, okay. Because when I played Little League, I played for the Braves in Little League. Okay. And um and we got to go to Philadelphia to watch the Phillies and Braves play and that was in Dale Murphy's prime and and Mike Schmidt's so, prime and I was going to say Schmidt and Murphy yeah. there. Wow. Yeah, so I got to watch some pretty pretty impressive ball players and I remember we were sitting in the right field um seats 
And I think Dale Murphy played center field, if I'm not mistaken, for the Braves. Uh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And I think he moved over to right or left, or so he moved somewhere later. Yeah, this year. yeah. And then, um, but uh, but in right field for the Phillies during that era was Glenn Wilson, and that dude had an amazing arm. I never, oh, yeah, yeah that, that was probably the strongest arm in the outfield that I've ever seen in person when I was a kid. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the, oh my gosh. In yeah. football, um, you know, getting back to football talk yeah. here in football, the guy that I first remember really watching from beginning to end and then getting in the hall of fame, um, watching their whole career. That is, oh. would probably be Barry Sanders. Okay, yeah, I I think watching... Because his career wasn't really that long. No, it it Nine years? Yeah, you're right. Um, I'll tell you... Nine years, nine-time first-team All-Pro, nine-time Pro Pro Bowler. I mean, what? He left football. He left football when he was still in his ultimate prime. Absolutely. He really did. He was probably probably barely 30, right? uh, Yeah, and I mean, even to this day, I don't know why he retired so early. I honestly think it had a lot to do with him thinking the Lions weren't going to do anything else. And I think he wanted to try to move on so he could try to get to a team that could win a championship. And I don't think the Lions wanted to have anything to do with it. Yeah, apparently so. Apparently so. Could you imagine that guy playing on a two-tight-end team in its day? Yeah. I often say, and, and who knows, but I often say if he would have had that same offensive line that Dallas had, mm-hmm. He would have. He would own every rushing record there is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. And and to kind of go along the same lines as you with Barry Sanders, um, when I was a kid, uh, I I was in awe of this guy. And he wasn't a Steeler, by the way. But hmm. I I was in awe of Walter Payton. Okay. Oh my gosh, and and I remember I remember watching the '85 Bears team like to the point where I got I became like obsessed with the '85 Bears. I was 11 oh, wow. years old, and Doing I the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, the Super Bowl shuffle. I was a huge Jim McMahon fan. I just liked his, I liked his attitude. Um, <laughs> you know, I just I just liked everything about that whole team. I liked Mike, Mike Ditka's mentality. The uh, the fridge, um, all the—I don't know if you remember this—but the fridge with all the uh, the commercials that he did with McDonald's and all that stuff. Um, and how about a little-known um, defensive back that was on that team that went on to be uh, quite a great coach? Oh, let me think here. Defensive end. Oh, um, no, no, defensive back. Defensive defen- back. Oh, defensive back. I don't know. I Tell so. me. Um, uh, I could be wrong. Wasn't um... oh, Jesus' name just slipped my mind. Now I was hoping you would have known. Yeah. Um, he only played a little bit. He got hurt, like I think on a punt return or something. And now he's he's a uh... oh boy. I know the big like the big defensive player that I remember for the Bears is Mike Singletary and Richard Dent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Ron Rivera was on that team. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Leslie Frazier, the, oh. the Bills defensive coordinator. Oh, there That's you who. go. Yeah. 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 That's who. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, he had a pretty decent season too. I mean. Yeah, and I and I think he got hurt that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eighty. Yeah. Eighty five um, was his last year in the NFL. He got hurt that year. Yeah. And I think honestly, if he's playing in today's um, NFL 
or with technology and medicine the way it is, he probably would have came back from that injury and played more. Mm-hmm. But back then, I, it might have been an ACL tear or something, and that was probably the end of your season yeah, or the end of your career. And, yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? So what was the earliest bill that you remember? Um, not, I didn't watch him front to back, um, but probably Jim Kelly. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see the beginning of his career, but I saw pretty much the beginning of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and probably got into football around 88-ish, and I think his first, I think he started with the Bills in 85. Yeah. Uh, he got drafted in 83, but he Yeah, I was just going to say, he was drafted yeah. that same class as Marino yeah. and such. Yeah, um, but he played two years in the USFL before it folded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, probably the earliest Steeler for me. Um, I didn't get to watch him from start to finish, but I remember him playing was Terry Bradshaw. Okay, you know, uh, and yep. unfortunately, you know, his career kind of ended with a lot of injuries, and to the point where yeah. I didn't get to see him in his prime and all that good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's a shame. I often think about that with Kelly too, because that's his last game. The what playoff loss to playoff loss to Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting carted off the field on that game. Yeah. And I always wonder, like that's that's. I mean, I know he had a great career, and I know he's a Hall of Famer, but that's kind of kind of eat at you to know that you left the game that way, you know. Joe Theismann, sure, you know, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one I remember. I watched that game live, by the way. Yeah, I... did you hear it? <laughs> I didn't hear it. But I definitely I saw it. I mean, I definitely yeah. saw well, it. Did you see it on the instant, like, the first angle, or was it only after the replay that you saw um, it? No, you could see it on the first angle. Like, when he went down, okay. um, you can see Lawrence Taylor, like, you, his eyes just got wide, and he's, like, waving for the, the medical staff yeah. to get over there. And, uh, yeah. and I was like, oh, my gosh, something, you know, something definitely is happening with his leg. Because you can see the shin pad or the um, whatever it is, the thigh pad. It was kind okay. of it was kind of pointing up, and mm. yeah, and there was blood coming from there. So it was like, uh, yeah, that's not that's that is definitely not good. And uh, my guess is uh, Joe Theismann was in shock. You know, uh, oh, he had to, he had he to had have been. Be. Right? And you got to wonder, just like when Alex Smith broke his a couple years ago and all yeah. that, and Dak Dak this year. Oh yeah, like, you got to wonder they. Like, I don't know if they did when Deisman did it, but I bet you they have medicine. Like, they probably shoot him up with painkillers right away as soon as they get out there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's got to be agony. That's got to oh be agony. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. so, but, yeah, that's a shame. I, I hate to see people in their career like that, but I guess it's part so, of the game, you know? We went down a little bit of a path there. Yeah. But, um, it was worth it. I Hank, thought it was good. Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron took us there, and, and um, you know, he, <laughs> he, he he deserves all the recognition he can get. That's that, right. that dude was awesome. That's right. It definitely brought back my childhood a little bit. It's like. Yeah. So, but yeah. so, so let's we, move on to the conference championship week here. What yeah. do you got? Well, the week prior, um, you moved up a spot. I did. So I did. You are now at, uh, well, and, and big thanks to the uh, getting that first you know, that, that first place during the regular season, because you are currently at eight and three. And, uh, honestly, if you didn't get that first place during the season, you'd be in third place right now. I know, I know, but right now you are sitting in first place at eight and three with a, was a point differential of one forty five. That sounds about right. Yep. And then, uh, we got Bruce in second place at seven and three at one Oh seven. Uh, we got myself also at seven and three at one thirty seven. And then uh, Mike is uh, Mike and Jesus are rounding out the bottom two. Uh, Mike at five and five at one forty nine, and then Jesus four and six 
with a point differential of 132. And Jesus, he can only break even if he uh, goes undefeated this week. Um, that's true. That's true. And then hopefully shoot for over 500 on the Super Bowl then, yeah, right? Yeah, yep, exactly, exactly. So, so with that being said, um, let's... I think Let's we're going to see a change. Well. We're going to see a change in the guard. Uh, not not necessarily you moving out of first place, but I think we're going to see some picks that are going to be different than what other people are picking. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I think, I mean, let's let's be honest here. I mean, these games are really pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Um, so, so I think we're going to see a little bit of each, each side here as far as the picks go. Yeah, most um, definitely. So, so we'll uh, start with Jesus. Yeah. We'll work our way up. Most definitely. Um, first game Sunday is the Buccaneers and the Packers, and he has the Packers winning 28-17. 28-17, okay. And um, the battle and of then, the, old, the elderly. Yes. <laughs> I'm curious I mean, I to hear this one. What's that? I said I'm curious to hear the next one, but go ahead. Well, i got to be honest with you. When I saw this pick, it like it just it made me stop for a second, right? Yeah. Because it, it just it, it made me come to a realization that, that the Bills are this close and that this win puts them in the Super Bowl and it's been something I haven't seen since I've been a kid. How much you know? does that like send butterflies in your stomach though? Well that, that's exactly what I said to him when he sent me the thing and I said, dude, I said, when you sent me your picks, like my my heart literally fluttered. Like Yeah. Like I, I felt it. I can imagine. So with that being said, he's got the Bills winning 26-24. 26-24, okay. It is good, and uh, and I did see that um, Patrick is playing. He's cleared. He's cleared, yep. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect anything different. Even if he wasn't I cleared, that... I expected him to be playing somewhere, yeah, somehow. Yeah, I don't think the Bills game planned any different, thinking no. that he wasn't going to be there. Oh, no my way. gosh, no. And, and I don't know if um, – I'll tell you what, watching Kansas City play last week – uh, one thing that I learned is Andy Reid takes a ton of chances. He does. And you got to give him credit. Yeah, and you as a as a team playing against him better be prepared no matter where they are on that field. If it's fourth and one or fourth and two, yep. you better be prepared for them to continue with that quarterback behind center. Well, think about that last fourth and one there when they went for it. Tony Romo is there the whole time saying, oh, they're not going to snap it. They're not going to snap it. Yeah. Gonna... Oh, they're not going to snap it. It shocked me. It shocked me, when, it, especially with the backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know? And he did a he, – you know what? He, I got to give him credit. He did a, he did a, um, a decent job of, of yep. uh, keeping them in that game to win it. Yep. So, yeah. So, Jesus uh, picking Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. Yes, he is. So, his Super Bowl, he's got the uh, Bills and the Packers. Okay. Well, Mike is next at five and five, and uh, Mike's starting off with Tampa Bay over Green Bay, and uh, he's mm-hmm. got uh, Tom Brady beating Aaron Rodgers thirty-one to twenty-seven. So uh, a bit of a shootout there. Yeah, and uh, and then he's got a Tampa Bay and Kansas City Super Bowl. Uh, Kansas mm-hmm. City winning over Buffalo twenty-seven to twenty-one. So. Could be, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It is. It really is. So, um, my picks, I'm at 7-3, and three, and uh, I have Green Bay over Tampa Bay, 35-28. to 28, And okay. I have Buffalo beating Kansas City, 42-20. to 20. I have, Wow. I, I have them 
I have them really shooting it out. Yeah. Yeah. So we will see. Um, We will see. So Green Bay, Buffalo, Super Bowl. And I'm going to be honest with you that in the Super Bowl, I probably will have Green Bay winning it. Okay. So that's just uh, my early thoughts right now. I'm still undecided, but... Um, if if Aaron Rodgers goes all the way, I, I think he's gonna take it. So you're going against your preseason prediction, huh? Yes, I I I said it from the start. I'm not impressed with Kansas City in the second half. Yeah, so, still not. Even watching their game, it's understandable. Yeah, but even, they have been winning. You know, they, they have sure, been winning. Yeah, you're right, they have been. So we got Bruce, who's next at seven and three. Um, Bruce also has Green Bay beating Tampa Bay, twenty-eight to twenty-one. Mm-hmm. And he has Kansas City beating Buffalo, twenty-four to twenty. And uh, so, so Bruce is going to definitely separate himself one way or the other with me, uh, and you yeah. for that matter. And uh, so, so we're going to see. And I'm only saying that because I I wouldn't expect you to pick anybody else but Buffalo. Well, my preseason prediction was Kansas City, <laughs> just to throw that out there. Yeah, okay, yeah. You're not sending any suspense to me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're going to let that suspense build. How about that? Yeah, okay, you do that. Pick is, the first game i got to pick is the Packers and the Bucks. Yeah. And um, just like the New Orleans and the Bucks game last week, I, I went back and forth in this, and I kept thinking, and I want it to be Brady. Okay. I really, I really want it to be Brady, especially if the Bills go. Obviously, yeah. If the Bills don't go, I don't want it to be Brady. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I just, I don't see it, and I'm just going with uh, my head here and not yeah. my gut, and I'm going with the Packers, twenty-seven, twenty-three. I know. I came. I actually came close to picking Tampa Bay, um, winning it, just because. Mm-hmm. Brady has a, yep. a different mentality when he gets here. So 27-23. Yep, I just think Green Bay is the better team. I really do. Yeah. And, um, and at home this time of year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than Brady, who else is ready to deal with that, honestly? Yeah, right? Yeah, you know, I guess, it, yeah. Play I guess when you think like about that. it, yeah, Brady's coming from New England, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, but in all year long. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> um, now... <laughs> Hold on. You're not going to believe this, are you? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Kansas City losing. Uh-huh. <laughs> shocker, shocker. <laughs> 33 to 24. 33 to 24. Wow. Okay. You have a bit of a, a shootout there, a little, too. A little bit of a point spread there, too. Yeah. I think um, I, I don't know why, and it might be hard. I, I just think Buffalo has – I just think something's on their side. I really yeah. do. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like something is going their way. I think it's going to come um, down to as long as Josh Allen stays healthy in the game. Uh, stays healthy and doesn't make a boneheaded play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, doesn't try to carry the team on his shoulders. And so yeah. far I think he's been doing a good job with that. He has. He has been doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, the Bills' defense – has really, I mean, Indianapolis game wasn't so great. Mm-hmm. But the, other than that, since that stupid Hale Murray play, yeah. their defense has really played well. Yeah. And they play the Chiefs in week six. 
And I think they're really going to learn a lot from that, and I think they're going to have a good game plan against these mm-hmm. guys. I really do. And one thing, one thing we got to consider too is your defensive coordinator has been doing a tremendous job with planning against every team that they played. Yeah. So you know, kudos to them as well. So and and the thing the thing that's getting overlooked, and I've even kind of heard it on some some of the sports uh, broadcasters are talking about it, but not too many. Is all week long, all you've heard about is Mahomes and this concussion protocol thing. Mm-hmm. But people are forgetting that he hurt his toe in that game before he went out with the concussion problem. Mm. So how? I mean, and supposedly it's a turf toe injury. Um, oh wow! So, so his mobility you wonder how his mobility is going to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you got a couple things, and and we know Kansas City's defense isn't up to par. No, it's a decent defense, but mm-hmm. it can be beat. It can oh, be yeah. beat. Yep. Yeah, well, so, and it's a defense, too, that is designed to play well enough to allow Patrick Mahomes to put up a lot of numbers. It's the classic bend but don't break. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, so, we're going we're gonna to let you move the ball. We're going to let you get into the red zone. But then once you get there, we're going to try to hold you to the field. Yeah, yeah. So The Bills uh, have to take advantage of the red zone opportunities. That's exactly what it's going to boil down to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So... I don't know. I, uh, you're you're going to probably have an aneurysm, you know, sometime sun, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, I'm guessing, you know, maybe about 45 minutes before kickoff, you know, oh, but man, uh, it's uh, but, as it gets closer, I get more nervous and nervous and nervous. And luckily, I've been working all week to keep me, you know, my mind, my mind occupied. Yeah. Now, are you planning um, on having and I don't want to say like a big old party, but are you planning on having a some kind of like. Uh, spread out and and just kind of uh, not really. No, it's usually just my me and my stepson are usually right there watching the game. Um, no, my no. wife will usually sit down for the majority of it, and then um, we usually have some sort of gathering during the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I was thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to have anybody here if the Bills are in the Super Bowl because that would be. I don't know. Well, when the Steelers play in a Super Bowl, I always tell people, if you're coming, that's fine, but I'm not here to socialize. I'm here to watch the game. So if you're willing to to come here and and be a fan and watch the game, um, I'm I'm, I'm apologizing ahead of time, but I'm just not going to be, like, focused on you. Yeah, that's so, probably a good point. Probably, yeah. I probably will do something like that. Hey, you want to come over and watch a game? Great, but uh, don't start talking to me about um, <laughs> yeah. you know your week at work. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to so. counsel any of your needs right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's I, be I too have a Bills, Bills and Green Bay Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I, I don't want it to be that. I want it to be the Bills and the Bucks, and, and I want to see Tom Brady, and I I want to put an end to him for good. Um, at least I, I don't, I shouldn't say that. I want to get that schneid off the bills back. Is yes. what I, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, with, cause I don't think doubt. he's going to retire. I think he's going to come back at least one more year. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Now if, uh, <laughs> geez, my dog, um, but it, <laughs> if, if Mike has his way, think about this. I'm just looking at some scenarios here. If Mike has his mm-hmm. way, he will end up at seven and five and, and um, and I will end up at seven and five, and you will end up at eight and five, um, which could be creating an interesting <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, but I think Bruce would technically uh, 
Actually, yeah, technically he would probably be eight and four if everything played out like Mike would like it to play out. So, so that would be an interesting final week. <laughs> it sure would. Yeah, it sure would. That'd be close. Yeah, it sure would be. So we'll see. But um, I hope he's not right um, in both respects. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially you. But uh, but no, I'm I'm kind of pulling for you, Troy, because I I know how special it is when your team gets to the Super Bowl, and it's it's a it's a fun experience. So. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know. It just there's it's just something about that team. Mm-hmm. And I heard a cool story on a podcast I was listening to today, and this guy, um, I, I guess I'll try to make it as short of a story as I can. Sure. Um, he when he was a kid. I guess he was real little. They didn't have cable, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. And the only thing, it was uh, January 3rd, 1993, and the only thing that was on TV during that time was the Bills and Oilers playoff game, the comeback game. Oh, yeah. So he's watching this game, and he just keeps talking to his mom. He's like, can you believe this? They're getting blown out, blah, blah, blah. And the Bills start coming back. So he starts rooting for it. Uh-huh. And um, years go by, years go by. And um, earlier this year, his mom was diagnosed with brain cancer. Oh, wow. Well, I should say last year, the beginning of the football season. Yeah. And um, at, at the time of his writing the email to this podcast host, um, he, he didn't expect her to make it like maybe two to three more days. Yeah. And he said it just, he just really came to realize that, that the Bills were just more to, more than football to him. Every time he watched him, he would think of his mom mm-hmm. and he, he just like, and just hearing this story, like it just really hit me. And I'm like, man, these yeah. these people, especially the people that are from Buffalo, even me. Like, and I'm not even from Buffalo. Right. But this team just means so much more than football to us. Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain, but it does. You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to compare it to what I, what we were talking about earlier. Um, I sort of put my fandomship of the Steelers aside back in 85 when I was watching the Bears. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I felt like that Bears team was sort of the same thing. I never saw a team that gelled as well as that team did. And it was mm-hmm. really neat to see how they picked up each other is actually very similar to the bills. Um, you know, in regards to that, because when the offense didn't play the greatest, it was always that defense that was going to come through and, and pick them mm-hmm. up. Same thing when the defense didn't play the greatest some way, somehow, you know, Jim McMahon and Walter Payton and Willie Galt, you know, Willie Galt, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they picked up the slack and it was just kind of, it was, it was unique to see, and I think um, I think maybe the Bills is the first time that I'm seeing that um, since you know mm-hmm. in, in that same type of setting, and and that includes the city kind of coming around and really picking you know really supporting them the way they are. Same thing with Buffalo, you know the the city of Buffalo. Um, I've never heard the word or the phrase Bills Mafia more than I've heard this year. You know, mm-hmm. just everybody seems to be really rallying around the Bills. It's almost like a feel-good story. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was just going to say. Um, even people that, that not necessarily Bills fans, like, like they, this, like, they seem to have everybody behind them, even the people that maybe don't even really watch football too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just everybody seems to be pulling for them. And it, yeah. And it, it's, it's like the you, – you finally want to see this team – and even though it has nothing to do with the 90s teams that went and lost, you finally want to see them not have to worry about that anymore and not yeah. have to talk about that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, especially when half of the players on the on the team probably weren't even weren't born. Weren't even born. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, um, Alan, I think, was born in 96, and that was the year Kelly retired. Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be – it is a neat, cool, feel-good story, and uh, and I think it's going to be kind of fun to watch it unfold. Yeah. So And, and, you know, taking, you know, my fandom out of it, it really is – I think – and a lot of people are saying this – they wonder if this could be the next Brady Manning type Allen Mahomes thing going on here. Are these guys going to be duking it out every year like this now? You know, you don't know. You don't know. You know? So, yeah. Um, I don't want to have the Manning end of it though. I know that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's nice to say Manning played for your team, but yeah, but one Super Bowl isn't. (laughs) Well, two. Well, if you count one with each, one with each. Right. Yeah. So, but you you but want to be honest, you, you want your boy to stay. To second one. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. Um, so we'll see how the week plays out, and um, hopefully next week you're talking to a happy Troy. Uh. <laughs> yeah. If next week I'm on, I'm on, and I'm going to be like, hey guys, I just want to let you know, I I don't know where Troy is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's been he's been missing. Um, we're actually going to do an investigative show this week. We're going to search for Troy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be MIA. No, no. Hey, I I've been through a lot of heartbreak with my teams. Yeah. Um. I hear so it. you know, this won't kill me either. No, no. I think you'll make it. Well, no, um, so. yeah, definitely. So, uh, well, yeah, good luck. Uh, it'll be a fun game for you to watch and, and hopefully, hopefully enjoy. Yeah. I'm hoping, <laughs> um, by the fourth quarter, I'll be able to oh, have my emotions in check. The game will be in check and I'll be able to just enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Most definitely. You're if luck- it goes by your score. I think I will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your luck though. It'll be, uh, it'll be. Zero zero with two minutes left, and uh, Mahomes is marching it down the field, and he fumbles at the fifty. They go into overtime, and then they go Ooh. into double overtime, and then uh, Buffalo wins it three nothing. <laughs> I saw I saw a funny uh, sports prediction. I think it was one of the CBS writers, but he wrote uh, having the Bills win it. I think he said uh, fifty seven to fifty one in double overtime. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ouch. Ouch. It'd be a fun, you know what? For me, as just a football fan, it, that would be a fun game to watch. For, sure you, would, sure would. for you, not at all. No. Not at all. I, no, I'd definitely be in the ER. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, whatever you guys do, make sure the TV's on. <laughs> as they're giving you CPR. Yeah. <laughs> So with that being said, that is our football picks and uh, hope you enjoyed this week's show and uh, looking forward to the uh, Sunday afternoon and Sunday night's game. And by the way, the Buffalo game is a Sunday night at 6.30 or 6.40. 6.15-ish, 6.30-ish, something like that. Something like that. So so hopefully hopefully it'll be a fun weekend to watch some football. Yeah, I think either way we're going to see some good games. Mm-hmm. Um, at, le- at least one of those is going to be good, I think, you know. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I, you know, and I mean, to be honest, I mean, I mean, you really can't say. I mean, Casey at Buffalo, you, you could probably say all season long, they were probably the two best teams in the AFC that were meant to meet each other. And you can throw Pittsburgh in that mix, but they, you, there's no denying they lost their mojo somewhere yeah. around week 12 or whatever. Most, you know? Yeah, most definitely. And you know um, what? Here's what I here's what I'm going to suggest real quick to you, Troy. I want to 
I want to reach out to some of our former guests, uh, specifically former guests that are football fans, and that includes, you know, um, Taylor, Marie Wagner, that Sarah Harrelson, um, Troy Martin, you know, all those guys, um, and maybe just have them record what their predictions are uh, when we have the two Super Bowl teams ready to go. And just kind of, yeah, I thought that'd be kind of cool to hear what everybody's predictions is going to be and the score. So yeah, um, that'd be cool. Just to have to send you a voice memo or something. Yeah. So we'll, we'll reach out to them and see what they say, but yeah, until next week, guys, uh, stay tuned and uh, enjoy, enjoy football. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.